This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn along with Steve Sargent, dear friend of mine. As we said in the last podcast, we've been doing we've been doing either radio shows or podcasts together for a while. Yes, sir. So yeah, we've had a lot of fun in our days doing it. Starting with the NFL kneeling. Remember that? And <laughs> yeah, the whole thing was right. the NFL was like kneeling for the Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted your perspective on it. I hadn't even met you before. And I just got hold of you on Facebook and said, Hey, do you want to come up and do a radio show with me? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> oh, cool. So I mean I had seen you, like I knew of you. Right. Who doesn't right. know of you? Man. You know what I'm saying? But then, so then we just started, I just said, well, man, that was such a cool thing. He came in. We just kept you as a regular part. Yeah. All these years. Appreciate it. I enjoy it. All these years now. So, yeah, it's been a while. So I appreciate you coming in. Appreciate you doing this. Actually, we've done now podcasts. I saw we're over, I had like a little, I don't even know how far we are over, but they gave me like a little badge or something on the podcast, Podbean, for doing over 200. Okay. So we've done at wow. least 200 podcasts now. Well, congratulations. That's, that's, that's yeah. You know, it's quite mm-hmm. a few. We do two a week, so yeah, we've been wow. doing it for a while. So I don't know what the exact count is. I don't pay attention to that, but I just mm-hmm. saw, oh, nice. They gave me a little thing for 200, <laughs> so it's pretty cool. We have over almost 6,000 downloads. and wow. So, yeah, lately, man, we've been getting like 500-some downloads a, mm-hmm. a month, and, yeah, it depends on the week. You know, some weeks are higher than others. I mean, people from all over the place are downloading shows, so you'll, you'll get heard in foreign countries, Steve. That's great. Yeah, that's kind of nice, actually. Well, I've been in stores, and I've... You know, I was in Walmart right. and I asked um, one of the uh, workers, I was trying to find uh, peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> and I asked uh, one of the workers and they had just started and they said to me, you're Steve Sargent. I said, yeah. And they told me they'd say they'd see me on this podcast. Oh, that's pretty cool. Right. So from now on, my agent will be handling the deal. Yeah, the agent will be handling the thing. It's like 222. Yeah, 222 we've done our our producer today, Mark, just told me 222. I had a guy at one time at a, um, I was at a wedding, and uh, he said, you're on the bull, aren't you? I said, yeah. He goes, I can tell by your voice. Really? Because we don't, they don't have, like, on, when it was radio, we oh, didn't yeah. do, like, a video portion of that. It yeah, was just true. all on the radio, so that's I thought true. that was kind of nice, actually. Yeah, I guess it was girly enough. You know, he picked right up on it. <laughs> well, he said, now that's a real girl voice right there. <laughs> anyway, I was talking about the resurrection. We've just had Easter, you know, when this podcast is put out. You know, Easter is behind us now, but mm. the resurrection is certainly not. And so I was thinking of the passage of 1 Corinthians 15 where he was talking about, well, what if Christ wasn't raised? And he said, well, how come some of you can say that Christ wasn't raised? If you're going to be out there preaching that Christ didn't really come back from the dead, and Paul was very adamant about this point. No, Christ came back from the dead. In fact, earlier in 1 Corinthians 15, he lays out all the people that saw him, not 500 names. He just said 500 saw him at one time. And me as one abnormally born, I saw Christ too. And I mean, it absolutely altered his life when he thought about it. And that's the gospel, right? You know, Jesus Christ died, was Mm -hmm. buried, rose again on the third day. So he said, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. And if, if Christ hasn't been raised. So all the work you do in church, all the service you've done, and you've got a kids program going right now at your Mm -hmm. church, you're going to have a, you've had a, you've already had a special kids Easter program. 
Uh, you think about everything that you do, you get to preach over there, hopefully at some point uh, in 2023, being the pastor of Hiawatha Church of God in Christ, right? So thank for that prophetic odyssey. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Giving a nod that way. <laughs> we certainly hope so, right? Love to have you as uh, my fellow pastor, you know, over there. I think it's, it's exciting, actually, you know, to think about all these different things. But it's, what's the point in it if there's no resurrection of the dead? That's, That's what you're saying. True. Right. That's right. There's no point. It's... Um, all the great things Jesus did, and we refer to his um, crucifixion. Right. You know, it was dramatic. It was, uh, um, you know, f for our good. But it loses its, its value if he wasn't resurrected. Right, because if he's not, you won't be either. Yeah, right. At that point, I think what Paul's saying is, look, you know, all the work that you put in and all the sacrifice you give is meaningless if it only means something for this life. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna. It's not gonna follow through. It's not gonna yeah. carry on. But conversely, it's good to know the service you do is useful, and it does count. Yes. If there's a resurrection, and if Christ really is raised from the dead, then hey, all these Sundays we've spent worshiping, all this time that we put in the church, all the effort that we've worked in the kids' clubs, that we've gone to meetings, that uh, we've counseled, that we've married, that we've buried, that all the things that go on in the ministry, it's good to know it counts. That's right. It's very good to know because right. we're not dealing with what's right here. And sometimes what's right before us can be very discouraging. Right. But when you look at the big picture, what's beyond that, it's worth every bit of it. Right. No, I yeah. agree. And then he says, more than that, we are found to be false witnesses about God for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise them if, in fact, the dead are not raised. Now, what Paul, Paul is being facetious here. Mm -hmm. He's just recognizing you guys are out there running around saying Christ didn't come back from the dead. If you're saying that, Paul's saying that I'm a liar. That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And then the question would be, why would Paul do that? Why would Paul get you know, get stoned at one point, get beaten, get imprisoned, mm -hmm. all the nasty things that happened to him, been twice shipwrecked? What was the point of all that if there's no resurrection? Right. I'm yeah. a liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's saying. You're calling me a liar. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's um, you know, he put a lot of work into uh, what he believed, um, obviously willing to give his life, right. which he eventually did, to just have it all in. You know, we're, we're dead in the end, like a movie. The right. end, that's it. No more, no sequel, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, honestly, I think that's what the disciples thought when Christ went into yeah. the grave. I yeah, don't yeah think, absolutely. I don't yeah. think they, well, they, I mean, the women wouldn't have been preparing burial spices on that Friday if he right. was coming back. I mean, they are putting a lot of money into something they weren't going to need. Because when they take the spices there that morning, he's not there. So that, obviously he caught them by surprise. Uh, but I look at it that Paul's saying he's being honest. Do people die for lies? Yes. But they don't know it. I mean, clearly, bombers going out and killing themselves because they're getting 14 virgins in the next life, right. all right? I would say you're dying for a lie. Mm -hmm. But they don't know that. Where Paul would know if he saw Christ or not. Mm -hmm. And John knew if he saw Christ or not. And the other disciples knew if they saw Christ raised from the dead or not. And they all went to it. And more than that, too, which on Easter I was talking about this, the... The two disciples of John. So John now sees Christ. He handles it. He touches and mm -hmm. he works with Polycarp and Ignatius. These men both go to their deaths for Christianity. Ignatius, they, they drug him to Rome so they could feed him to the wild animals. And he was begging people. He said, don't take this privilege away from me. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's somebody willing to go. Well, when you 
feel that way about something like right. you know the life beyond this is much greater than anything that could ever happen right. to you if you're committed like that it's yeah sure i'll go right but can you imagine now hey let's go tell polycarp and ignatia they're all lying <laughs> yeah. ignatian said i want the i want the lions mm -hmm. to be my tomb mm. think about that right i want the lions to be my tomb I'll be consumed by the lions and die knowing, you know, I gave my life for Christ, man. Don't take away this privilege from me. That's how convinced they were about the resurrection yeah. of the dead. So obviously what these men saw was convincing and Paul is not a liar. We are honest. We're doing the honest thing. We're telling people about Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and faith is powerful. He said, for the dead are not raised then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you're still in your sins. Now we'll take up the still in your sins part in a minute, but your faith is futile if Christ hasn't raised from the dead. What do you think about that? Yeah, statement? absolutely. Because if Christ has been raised from the dead, then Christ was just another person. Right. He would have been, you know, a nice guy. Right. Did great things, but he's just another person. Right. He's not to be worshiped, revered, or, you know, have him, you know, lead us and guide us and be in our lives. And right. It, it's just another nice story. Right. Yeah. Because your, your faith is pointless. Correct. I think is what he's saying is it's empty. It's void. There's no, there's no point or relevance to it. Mm -hmm. And that, that would be scary to be honest, to think about having all your faith in that and there's nothing there. Right. And then you go into whatever. And I look at the changes in life, the answers to prayer, the things that I've seen that God does. It's, it's, it's interesting to be honest. I mean, the, the things that people come up with, I mean, somebody, I don't even know if I should tell the story or not, but somebody I know had a dream about somebody and I forget what the dream was now. But they, they had this dream about somebody they hadn't seen in a long time. So they talked to another believer about it, and they said, you need to contact that person. So they reached out and contacted that person and gave testimony, you know, mm -hmm. about Christ. And that person was like, you have no idea how much I need to hear this. Wow. Like, and so, you know, they felt that that was, and then the person came to their Bible study and that they were doing and things like that. But I thought that was interesting. Somebody you haven't seen in years, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're in your mind, you have some impressionable dream about them and you go and reach out to them. They're like, man, they need it. Like right. it hits right, right on time, right on time, right on target. Yeah. That kind of stuff really fascinates me. Yeah, so me too. that helps with your faith. I Absolutely. think when you see those kind of stories, so your faith is powerful. So, you know, preaching all your service is useful. Uh, you're telling the truth. Your faith is powerful. And it says that, you know, you're still in your sins. If Christ hasn't come back from the dead, if Christ did come back from the dead, then we're not still in our sins and we're actually forgiven. So if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, right? Yeah. So I like that fact that, no, we are, we're forgiven. Yes. Right. That gives us hope. Mm -hmm. It gives us hope. Right. So I think that, you know, when you, when you look forward to it, you know, we got to realize, no, it's, it's behind us. Like mm -hmm. I, I need to act and behave like it is, you know, our sins are, are dealt with, mm -hmm. you know, and some sins are bigger than others, but all sins need to be dealt with. Yeah. Like I can't be dragging. I don't want to go into, I can't be handling that on my own. Only Christ can pay for my sins. That's very true. We we're not good enough, smart enough to be able to handle it on our own right. or Absolutely. to pay for it on our own. Yeah. We're not rich enough. Right. To do it. Right. Even if you're the richest person in the world, you couldn't pay it. Right. Well, before, before, yeah, I agree a hundred percent because that's not currency in heaven is faith. Right. That's currency that's to that's us. If you try to go to heaven and, and say I'm good or something like that, then that makes your currency good works. However, 
your good works in heaven would be like trying to pay with monopoly money. <laughs> it's not, or trying to pay in beach class. Mm-hmm. It's just, but that's, that's not currency. Right. So it doesn't really count for anything. You can't just come in and decide what your currency is in America. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Right. You can't come to the gas station and say, I'm going to pay you in feathers. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> right? Especially now. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it because it's that's that's not how it works mm-hmm. because that's that's not currency. Right. Currency in heaven is not your works. Currency in heaven is faith. That's currency. Mm. That's what Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and we believe that. So I think it's important. So before somebody would act like, ah, what's, you know, we just came through Easter, it's no big deal. Resurrection of Christ is really that important. What Paul is spelling out, no, it's pretty important. <laughs> it's pretty important that Christ came back from the dead because that's, that's your, your forgiveness of sins is based on that fact that God accepted that sacrifice, mm-hmm. proved it by Jesus Christ coming back. Yeah. He went down for sins. He came back. That meant it paid. And it also means this, man. We have hope because mm-hmm. in, again, 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 18, then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost if there's no resurrection. Mm-hmm. So we have no hope. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people to be most pitied. Yes. Paul's like, it's pitiful, man, the, to think about what you go through to be a Christian in the day and age which they lived and how mm-hmm. hard that was. He said, if if only in this life we have hope, we are of all people most to be pitied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes so far beyond our present life. Right. And our present world even, right. for that matter. Right. No, I agree. And but if But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. But he has. That's what Paul's saying. But he has. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even when it's tough to believe or tough, like we haven't seen it, like it's over 2000 years ago, we weren't there, but you have this record. Paul's like, but he has been raised the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep for since Christ, for since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man for as in Adam all die. So in Christ, all will be made alive mm-hmm. to me. That's hope. You lose a loved one, you hold on to this. Well, at least there's a resurrection. Yeah. I know you miss them, but mm-hmm. you got that. Yeah. There's always that hope. Of- right. Yep. Thank God for Jesus, as we used right. to say. Growing right. Up. Mm-hmm. No, I, but I think it's all important. What Paul's trying to explain to these people, if you're going to say it's not important, you're going to say it's not happened, you got to realize the domino effect of that. To start sacrificing pieces of your faith like this has extreme consequences in reality. Reality, okay, not forgiven, wasting your time, no hope. You know, the, the thing that's kept me going a lot of times in year is hope I or in life is hope. Hope is one of the most important things, you know, that you hope things will get better. You hope things will come around. And that helps you at times to get up and go the next day. We have a lot of hope in life because we realize, hey, this isn't the only life, you know, and there's eternity. And so what you're doing is kind of like don't give up laboring the Lord. He'll say at the end of First Corinthians 15, right, mm-hmm. you know, be unmovable, be steadfast, you know, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Right. That's what, that's what our faith in him will cause us to do. Right. Then he has this one. <clears throat> I, I put this as live responsibly. It says, if I fought wild beasts in Ephesus with no more than human hosts, what have I gained? Hmm. Now, I would not like to be put in that situation <laughs> of having to go out and fight wild animals. Mm-hmm. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. Lions and tigers <laughs> and stuff like that. If the mm-hmm. dead are not raised... Let us eat and drink for tomorrow. We die. Yeah. It's going to die. And that's it. Right. If that's the truth. And that would be it. Right. Yeah. 
He drink well. The one remember the one rich man, and he had a bumper crop, and he built bigger barns. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Oh man, I got enough for years. Mm-hmm. You know, life's good for me." He was hoarding it for himself. He goes, "I'll build bigger barns." Yep. And God called him a fool. Fool. That's right. He called this him night. A fool. Your life is required. You're a fool because he didn't really set up any treasures for the next life. Mm-hmm. But he would have been a wise man for doing it if this is the only life you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to look beyond this life because this life can be very rewarding but can also be very disappointing I mean, you're going to have those things right but to know there's something so much greater right. beyond this life through christ jesus right it always should give us hope in the right. worst you know our worst times our worst circumstances right should give us hope this is temporary even right. if we live to you know make it to be a hundred or what, what's a hundred to eternity nothing what's 200 to eternity nothing absolutely nothing nothing i'll yeah. take it but yeah, I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the closer we get to it. <laughs> exactly. I'm definitely on the way on the other side of the hill. And you think you do think about it. You try not to think about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure the same way. It's like, yeah, I think about it. You hope that what you did, your life counts, and you know that you've been able to make a difference. I think that's one of the, the big things for me. But if you don't have that ultimate accountability, then you can do whatever you want. And I wonder, Steve, if maybe some of the problems that we're having in society today, where you have violence and you have people going in and shooting up a, a school in, was it Chattanooga, was it? Uh, Tennessee? Nashville. Nashville. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee. So they go Covenant School, whatever it was, and they they kill six people, three adults and three children. And you think about how tragic it is. Is there no, like, fear of God or thinking you're going to live beyond this moment? Because... To me, if you had this belief in the resurrection, if you had this Easter hope in you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be doing this stuff. Like you wouldn't treat people that way because you would realize I can't do just whatever I want to people without like serious repercussions in eternity. In eternity. Right. Not just here. Right. But beyond here. Right. And that's where our faith comes in. You know, faith is everything. Like yeah. you said, the currency of heaven is faith. This they, they sent me one time to debate atheists some atheists in a panel it wasn't really a debate it was just more everyone was given their their two cents but my mm-hmm. question for them is but what what gives you incentive to behave i mean they claimed oh well that doesn't matter you know we're we want to do the right thing anyway so on and so forth but to me ultimate accountability standing before god someday mm-hmm. realizing yeah there's something more like i can't just go treat my wife any way i want i can't go treat my kids or treat other humans any way i want i can't just go around taking advantage of people right because there's God. I mean, he's paying attention to that. And someday I'm going to check out of this life and I'm going to have to give an account for those things. Yeah. And that's stuff I got to think about. Yeah, that does give us a point to ponder because it's not always the judge, you know, like, right. you know, in our natural world, right. legal system, judge or police. Or right. It, because what they don't see, they can't catch every crime or every right. wrongdoing. God sees it all. Right. No, he I. sees it all. I would agree. And I don't say that to be heavy handed on people like, oh my goodness, I've blown it. Or somebody's yeah. listening to the podcast. We've all, and blown, it. We've all blown it. We We've all, all said, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it just helps keep me on my toes. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Right. And that's what he's saying. You know what I mean? Right. If I, if I did all the stuff and have no hope. And then he said, don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. Come back to your senses as you all and stop sinning for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. This is going along right with what we're saying. Like one of the problems that Paul seen in Corinth, and Corinth was an extremely corrupt city. Mm-hmm. And this was a corrupt church. I mean, they had immorality in that church where what was the one guy had his 
father's wife. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it was like they were saying even the Gentiles thought it was absurd. And these guys were like, hey, grace, love, you know, that's all that matters. And and they were just extremely not doing the right thing. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying to them, stop sinning. Obviously, the church was having some struggles morally. And one of the arguments in all this is the resurrection. I mean, it's not just teaching on the resurrection. The resurrection has a point. Right. Uh, bad company corrupts good morals. Be careful how you live because you're going to come back alive someday. So that what I do, I can't just eat, drink, and be merry. He said eat and drink, but you know what I'm saying. I'm going to sure. throw in the be merry part. I can't just do whatever I want and, and think that's going to be okay because there's a resurrection. That's right. There's something greater than all of this. Right. And that's, if we focus on that, I think, you know, we're going to make it. Right. Yeah, do the right thing. I think when it comes down to it, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to do the right oh, thing. yeah. You know, it's it's tough, and, and you got to think about it and reason it through, but you know that if you don't, you'll regret it in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just not a lot of happiness that comes when you're not doing the right thing. So sometimes you just got to wake up to that and realize, yeah, you know, I, I got to do, I always got to come back to what my moral base is and what's mm-hmm. the right thing to do and just kind of stick with that. But I appreciate you coming in and talking oh, about I these Oh, I love topics. coming. Thank yeah. you so much for having Good. me. Good. Well, well, and we'll have you back, buddy. <laughs> so it's always, like I said, it's always great to see you. We appreciate you tuning in. All of you who listen, if you listen on just to the audio on Podbean or Spotify or Apple, if you watch the video on YouTube, you know, however you're taking in the information, it means a lot to us. Like we, we look at these things and we say, Oh wow, you know, this is great. We're excited about it because we got, you know, a hundred views or something. And, and so we're happy, you know what I mean? To see people taking advantage of it and hearing the truth. It helps me to get ready for the shows and hopefully it helps you as well. So with that said, you all have an awesome and a blessed week.